Welcome to the Land Cave. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Hi. Hanging out, talking gaming, Star Wars, Legos, action figures, Pogs. You want to talk about Pogs? Slammer, baby. <laughs> Just whatever. Um, we're 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 in the Land Cave. We're living as nerds, and uh, we're we're large man man childs who have adult jobs and have to be adults uh but we still enjoy our hobbies we're classy adult we, man. you are look at that look at that what is is what is that there is that a pinot what is that it's a cab oh okay nice nice classy Cabernet, classy no box wines here <laughs> i mean black Maybe. box black box isn't so bad but no we bought we bought a good one too but I, I but i don't i don't give people my good wine at parties sure and so if you're gonna buy box wine don't buy franzia buy the black box it's like five dollars more but mm -hmm, it's a mm -hmm. lot tastier sure i haven't i honestly haven't had box wine i just remember like that's what my parents would have like in like at the house because if you wanted wine it was it's right $10, there man. it's 10 bucks it's right there and then my mom stopped uh stopped drinking and uh no more box wine so yeah. If you're yeah. ever having a party, go for the black box. Black box. You heard it here. Or I, I have certain uh, mixed drinks that I make oh, sure. that are pretty good, too. Uh, I try, but to, I try to have expensive. the the, uh, the menagerie now. Sure. I got, I got a little bit of liquor. I got a little bit of wine. got uh -huh. a little bit of beer. And that way, we still tell everybody, like, you want something specific, bring it yourself. But uh, sure. I always have, you know, one of each. Yeah, that's a good idea. I need to add it to the wine uh, category because usually yeah. I, I have mixed drinks and I have beer. And I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm usually not very good at picking out beer. So again, bring your own thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. Anyways, um, we we didn't get to talk a lot about gaming last week. We talked about Star Wars. Yeah. As we're leading up to uh, to Episode Nine, uh, reviewing all the Star Wars movies, we'll talk about Episode Eight at the end of this episode. If you're listening on uh, to this live or watching on Facebook, um, if you're on YouTube check out the other video where we talk about Star Wars, because we'll label it that way. Um, we didn't get to talk about the Game Awards, um, but we did have some interesting news coming out of there. And they actually, and I'm, no, I'm skipping like to the end, but I feel like that was like the most recent thing. And we got some, I wouldn't say amazing announcements, but we did get the first PlayStation. First PlayStation announcement, sorry about that audio. But uh, Godfall coming out from, um, from Gearbox. What did you think? I wasn't I wasn't hyped. I mean, it looks okay. I don't I mean, know anything about I'll it. To, I'll have to see gameplay. It's nothing like... I, honestly, Hellblade 2 was much more impressive. That's it's exactly what I had queued up. Um, a, afterwards, I heard more people talk about Hellblade than they did, you did talk about... you see that facial animation, It's dude? amazing. You can see I, her, like, <laughs> teeth. Like, individual <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't look. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same woman. Uh, I didn't it look on, on. OK, cool. Cool. Because like I love I love that her career's kind of transitioned into this and she did an amazing job in the first one portraying this character and and all of the psychological aspects of this game. Uh, which beautiful. Just the fact that they said that this is in engine and I know that this isn't gameplay also, but yeah. the engine looks so her teeth did i don't yeah. know it's a weird thing to focus they're on real teeth, they look real like exactly like there's parts of that there's, there's parts of where she's moving around mm -hmm, specifically mm -hmm. where you're like that's not mocap well it's not only teeth but but i'm gonna go like i'm gonna like rewind it just slightly but it's not just the teeth but when she starts talking let me see if i can pause it at the right moment yeah. when she starts talking it's not just the teeth but it's her gums and that sounds yeah. really weird okay I'm, i'll just let it play again look at her gums is. dude the shine that, like, that off doesn't of her look gums. like mocap man that, that looks like someone just videoed her in makeup um yeah. it looks amazing uh yeah, like you said, it's 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 in engine, um, but we're getting to the point where if you showed this, 
Uh, if you showed some of these scenes to somebody, they may think, oh, this is an upcoming horror film. Yeah, like, or, and the eyes, too. Like, yeah. The, the depth around they, like, the eyeballs. Yeah. They look they look like real eyes. They don't have that that lifeless look that, that some... Over. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. this is what I'm most excited about after Game Awards. Uh, got, they got some good numbers um, yeah. this year, though. I was really happy about that. So I went ahead and just threw this in there just because like, I want to continue to say like how much gaming pushes the medium forward. So they actually did almost as much as the Grammys and Academy combined. That's all amazing. through streaming. That's insane. And they um, doubled their numbers from last year. Yep. And uh, the uh, game of the year, I, didn't, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Sekiro. Uh, Sekiro, that's what I thought. Um, I was going to say Neo. I'm like, it's not Neo. What's wrong yeah. with you? I played I played Sekiro. It's, it's good. Uh, I think a lot of people were thinking that Death Stranding would get there um, by either bias or what have you. The voting was was uh, kind of across the board. Um, it, we had a lot of people that were um, like larger podcasts uh, were involved in this as well as gaming oh, yeah. uh, journalism. So I, I was happy about that. It's like let's. It's kind of like the Oscars where you take people who are in the industry who know a lot about it and you ask them to vote as opposed to um, trying to get people to buy it. I'm sure there's May, may, money may have been kicked around, but uh, what did you think about Sekiro winning? I know you didn't play it, right? No, I absolutely did not. I don't play from software games, but that's okay. I can appreciate that sure. everybody else loves Miyazaki and and what he does. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. um, I did not expect Death Stranding to get it because of kind of the online backlash. I think mm -hmm. that enough people were already like salty, even though it was voted, even though Keeley had nothing to do with it. Yeah. The fact that it was there, but so what they did, if you notice, they gave game director to uh kojima, to kojima uh, yeah. so like there's your nod kojima uh, i honestly expected it to be control mm -hmm. um i thought that that was more recent and that's actually what i've been playing this week because i wanted i'm trying to catch up on some of like the the games that i've kind of put on there but um you know good for sekiro what'd you, what'd you think of control by the way since you control is weird yeah. Um, it looks fantastic. Um, I think I'm probably playing the worst version of it on PS4 Pro. Well, I guess the worst version of it would be on PS4. Um, I'm probably playing the worst version on PS4 Pro as compared to like Xbox One X or PC. Mm -hmm. um, on PC, I know that they have ray tracing available and stuff, but the game looks great. Not 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 Hellblade too great, but it looks great for this gen. Um, it uh the physics in it is really cool uh it basically like you can pull pretty much anything like including like you can break pieces off of the wall off with your i'm gonna call them force powers but yeah. you know your telekinetics um like the the story though is a bit it's not above my head or anything it's just it's hard to get behind so there's mm -hmm. like a there's like an fbi for like weird stuff it's kind of like an fbi for paranormal things so like and it's called the federal bureau of control and that's where it takes place is inside the federal bureau of control which is a living building hmm. um, a living building yeah a living hmm. building um because it has a bunch of weird stuff that i don't really get uh so that's the part of the game where i'm like ah, but it's still fun enough playing it um i'm probably halfway through it yeah, it's interesting. We're both playing confusing games because uh, I'm I'm going back. I randomly started doing this kind of randomly. Kevin was t texting me about uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, 
um, and it got me it got Dipping me wanting to play it again. Dipping back, it's it's such a good game, but it is again one of those things that's just it's very confusing if you don't know what's going on. It's confusing if you do. Um, so I'm trying to like answer questions and trying to remember things out of the lore of the game. Kevin basically said like he has no idea what's going on and it's like he's liking the mechanics. He's mm -hmm. enjoying that, but the they'll make references to characters and Did he play the other one? He did not. Oh, okay. So Yeah, no, you're not going to get the story. <laughs> I, I played like 3 of the other ones and I watched like hours and hours of Metal Gear like lore stuff before I played it. Mm -hmm. And even then I was like it, it's kind of like how people joke about Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. If you go into playing kingdom hearts three and you've not played all of the side games there's so much that that just isn't explained uh that they're referencing and characters coming up so metal gear is a lot like that even when you when you have like reveals that uh when you do have a reveal sometimes it's not like it's not spelled out for you sometimes it is sometimes it's not so something that may be a twist if you know what's going on like you're just like oh okay he has he looks a little different or it's it's that other guy which i don't know who that is so well then I mean, the names like don't make sense it's not like john and like yeah ted and like you know it's big it's like big boss yep snake solid snake mm -hmm. like all these people and then like, there's the boss there's the yeah. boss who's different than big boss yeah um yeah quiet. solid snake quiet i i quiet's one of my favorite characters and i love the you know the story about leading up to her creation right do you know about that like I they were she, i know that she's over sexualized but like. that's that's the thing so originally kojima was like we're gonna have like her character and there's precedence for this in metal gear her character uh uh uh, uses photosynthesis to survive in the wild. Yeah. So other snipers do that. So he was going to have her naked yeah. and her hair would cover it up. And they're like, that's too sexual. So he's like, okay. And then that's when he made her li like the way she is in the game where he's like, all right, we'll put clothes on her and we're going to make her pose in front of you and make moaning noises. Like <laughs> that was his, that was his way of going, oh, okay, that's not allowed, but this is okay. Um, which Barely. obviously, it, yeah, it kind of it it kind of messes with the product because then you have to explain like, no, no, that's an inside joke. I mean, if she was naked, he would also have to explain. He would have to. He would have to explain. And his it. explanation's stupid. The <laughs> photosynthesis, yeah, it's well, it's it's Metal Gear. I mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but e either way, I I like it. I love the mechanics in this game. Um, I'm I try to be as stealthy as possible. I do okay sometimes, um, but uh, that's the that's the. I'd say that's the easy way to play the game because if you try to go in guns blazing, it's it's actually more difficult to do that. You're gonna just, have a bad time. You're that's why, I, time. and that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big Metal Gear person. It, I'm just not a big stealth because uh -huh. I get very upset. Like, I'll if I get if I'm going stealth and I think I'm doing a really good job, and then all of a sudden you turn the corner and there's a dude there, and all of a sudden your mission's over. And I'm like, I didn't know that guy was there, and then I get mad. So yeah, well, just, thankfully this the mission isn't over when like you get caught. And there are ways to like get out of it. There's actually like a, a um, they added in. The, I think it was added in this game, but I can't remember if it was in four. Where if you're if someone sees you, you have a, I want to say it's like five or six or seven seconds where, and it's like the time slows down. And if you get to them before that time that that timer is up, if you get to them and like knock them out or what or hit them with a the tranquilizer dart in the face, like they no one will be able to hear that person because they just gasped they didn't get to actually alert so there's a little bit of a buffer with that um but 
the the mission's the still not still over. in the game the box is in the game and it's a funny it's a funny reference because it's one of the first things your r&d team can do because yeah. you can you can get people recruit people onto your r&d team and uh, one of the first things that's on there is he's like hey open up your droid because you have an iDroid is the name of the the uh, phone that you have sure and uh and they're like yeah go to r&d uh first thing you see there is like they're like uh, there's a cardboard box i don't know what it's used for but so and so said that you'd you'd really want that item which i thought was hilarious because it's just so meta yeah and it was <laughs> i just remember like the smash reveal for it that was yeah funny. it's 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 hilarious and it make kind of makes sense but it kind of doesn't um anyways on to uh more more news uh mm -hmm. quasi gaming related movie related yeah we got we got news that they may that star wars may be leaving the trilogy formula which i thought that we'd already kind of known this i thought that was i guess they hadn't officially announced it hey, disney don't slap us down for this yeah. video yeah yeah exactly uh, they we'll keep doing that hopefully they don't um yeah, we'll see what yeah. i'm still i'm redoing episode that uh, episode eight uh our trailer for our um view for that by the way so we yeah. still have the video um our episode two but um yeah, the moving away from from trilogies allegedly. I think this is. I mean, one. This is Kathleen Kennedy said this. Um, I fe have a feeling she's on her way out. Mm. Um, but that's that's just me, and I don't I don't mean that in like you know that the haters won or anything. But um, I have a feeling she's she's going to be on her way out in regards to being a showrunner. She may still produce uh, and everything, but um, this is. This does come as a slight, not surprise, but uh, the trilogy that the showrunners for Game of Thrones were going to do for Star Wars, they did cancel that or they have fired them or something. I so okay I was okay with that as well. So now she said this. So I, I just assumed we weren't doing trilogies anyways. Yeah, the thing was is that they said like it, they're not completely ruling it out. It's that they are not going to limit themselves. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, what? St like Disney's not going to limit Star Wars to like doing <laughs> specific things when they can. The the thing that I really hope that they do recognize after Solo mm -hmm. and probably after this one, even though this one is going to do gangbusters, uh, it's it's going to make money mm -hmm. as divisive as it is, and in, even even last year I made over a billion uh or at least took in a billion at the box office who knows like what that actually was making after all the marketing they did um i just hope they don't continue to oversaturate us i hope that they pick smart things mm -hmm. i think i hope they pick things even though i'm honestly not the biggest fan of mandalorian um as it's been going on i think it's fun um we'll see what today's episode was like um uh and then next week's the finale mm -hmm. but i hope that they start curating a little better i don't care if you don't give me a trilogy movie even though that is a little sad to hear yeah uh just give me good movies give yeah. me good give me good content <laughs> like, no. give me solid fantasy storytelling mm -hmm. content and it, it doesn't have to be every year no it does not have to be every I year want marvel, it every year marvel has 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 uh has killed spoiled me. us and it's killed it because they have put out consistent content Two, two movies, sometimes three movies a year, and they're good. Well, um, and even then, I get a little tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I say... Was, like, mm -hmm. once I got to Spider-Man last year, like, we hit... I, what came before Endgame? There was a movie... Oh, Captain Marvel Captain. was very average. Yeah. Then Endgame was awesome, and then by the time I got to Spider-Man, and I watched it, it wasn't mm -hmm. bad. But yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
There's so much. It's too much. It's too much. And we don't want to oversaturate. Star Wars could be oversaturated to an extent it has been oversaturated. Um, we're going to get the Obi Wan series. I'm yeah. happy about that. I'd like to see a few years of no Star Wars movie. Um, give us something uh, that that really changes that immediately we look at and we go, that's completely different. Uh, people have talked a lot about the Old Republic. I think that's a great way to 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 go back to something where you don't have to line everything up the way that the prequels had to line up with uh, the original trilogy. Get it hundreds, if not a thousand years prior, you're going to have more Sith, more Jedi. You can still have the CD underbelly and everything like that. And then every now and then references to things that, not Jabba like specifically, but like, oh, uh, reference to the Hut organizations and, and things where you're like, oh, okay, this flushes out the universe. And now it make, gives more context to what did happen in the original trilogies. And we'll keep, we'll keep putting out some good books. Yeah. Keep, I mean, you had a fantastic video game in Fallen Order. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to give us all, like, just spread it out a mm -hmm. little bit like i don't I, I honestly after this movie i don't want to see another movie for like two or three years like yeah i'm, in, I'm on the same boat i'm on the same boat uh i've read uh one and a half of the books i need to keep reading some of those read some thrawn man the new thrawn, oh, trilogy thrawn. is good i need to read the new thrawn you can read the old uh, thrawn the if old you one. haven't but oh yeah, okay I have. Good. I the, have. New, the new thrawn is also good timothy's on yeah yes yeah, i need to i need to go back and read it just just for that reason and because now we get thrawn and thrawn is canon because i know he got canon from the cartoons you need as well. to watch rebels man <laughs> it's i will on disney plus I will. I will it's on disney plus we're watching that's part of my plan next year is uh like do a rewatch for mm -hmm. me and then a watch for you and like maybe like once a month like talk about a season like give, give us like a month to watch a season yeah i think that i think a month works for that and then we can have some other stuff sprinkled in there i've got yeah. some other videos that i want to talk about um i think i i i spoiled one of them for you i won't spoil it on here but uh i want to go through like a list of surprising retcons and uh other things that i think would be some fun content uh yeah just fun things to talk about more to talk about star wars anyways back to gaming though playstation yeah. had an announcement of a back button attachment, which is it's very cool. It's very cool. It's very similar to uh, to the Xbox. Uh, the Xbox has something similar on the Pro um, Controller, right? On the Pro Controller, yeah. yeah. If they're if they're um, if they're mappable, I'm curious about the function because for for me, this this is going to be a lot easier for my hands than straddling and wrapping my fingers around L1 and L2. Um, if I can do, uh, if I can program that all on that, on this, which it sounds like you can, mm. I think it's going to be, I don't, I don't need to be competitive, I, competitive. I just think it'll be more uh, ergonomic. Well, I think so. also like the thing with it is like, you know, scuff controllers are $200. Uh, you know, if you, and if you look at the Microsoft side of thing, the pro controller is like $200. This isn't looking yeah. to be that exactly, but it's an attachment. Also, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, I think 30 bucks. Yeah. It's a $30 attachment to your existing controller. So you don't have to buy an all new controller has memory in it. Um, I don't think you can get overly complicated, but I think you can map every single button on the controller. I don't know. I, the, the curious thing I want to know is if you can do a button combination. Yeah. Um, but even just like for me, if I could just map like R3 to one mm -hmm. of those pedals, like things where you're like oh, running yeah. and I hate pressing in that stick and trying to aim. Yeah. So like run and then aiming and all that kind of like that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But I, yeah, the only weird part is that they're doing that at the beginning of 2020 when they're going to launch a new console in 20, uh, at the end of 2020. So I'm wondering if the DS4 is going to be compatible with the PS5 and 
because they're making an accessory to it, mm -hmm. I think it is. I think it's a solid prediction. Uh, the the controllers are already are are so similar. Yeah. Um, that in regards to their uh, their hardware and their structure, obviously the PS5 one's more advanced, but yeah, I wouldn't. Put, I mean, I think it should be backwards compatible. Um, we also and I I didn't have a video for this, but. Okay. I put up a list uh, of uh, Time Magazine's uh, best gadgets of 2010, and people were passing this around saying, you know, oh, PlayStation sucks, they didn't get in, uh, but Xbox and Nintendo are in there. Well, Nintendo, actually, I did get something. Nintendo's in there for the Nintendo Switch. Sure. Crazy innovative. Awesome, um, yeah. Mind-blowing, merging the, the markets of handheld and traditional consoles. Xbox is in there. For the adaptive controller, not for the Xbox Which One. That thing but is dope. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's inclusive. You're getting people to be able to play games they never could, or people that used to be able to play games and can't anymore. Uh, and to be able to do that is, is amazing. That's why they're on there. Uh, Apple AirPods are on there, and a few other things that I'd say are 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 Raspberry totally Pi, worth it. Dope. Yeah. Chromecast, yeah. even though Chromecast, like Chromecast was like the first to market uh -huh. other than the Apple TV. And then they just got smoked. Yeah. Like Roku was like, hey, what up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Fire came along like Chromecast still exists. And I know some people still use them, but like, yeah. it's not nearly as functional as those other ones. But at the time, it was really innovative. But oh, the ra I, th I thought that the Raspberry Pi, I didn't realize that thing came out only... Uh, eight years ago. Yeah, I, feel, I didn't I feel like they've just been around my whole life now. I feel like I, I thought they'd been around for over ten years. Um, I've got a couple companies that I work with who make uh, who make phones or make other things like uh, what is it? Spectralink? Yeah, Spectralink makes a phone and to pro like to basically be able to program your. It's a Wi-Fi phone. Mm -hmm. You can hook it up to a device that they have their own name for, but it's a Raspberry Pi. It's a Raspberry cool. Pi that they've pre-programmed. I'm like, this is awesome. It's cheap. It's With everywhere. Like a, so like the phone has Wi-Fi or the Raspberry does. The phone. The phone is Wi-Fi instead mm -hmm. of going wireless. It's a Wi-Fi Wi-Fi phone, and to get your your credentials onto the mm -hmm. phone. You can you can pr plug it in. So let's say you got like five or six of them. You plug them all into this one Raspberry in the Raspberry Pi, and it updates the phone. Huh. I'm like, that's really cool. That I mean, cool. the fact that they don't call it a Raspberry Pi, but we knew what it was as soon sure. as we saw it. Uh, the way like they're like less than thirty dollars or about thirty dollars to buy one. I'm sure they cost a lot less than that at wholesale. That's yeah. um, amazing. It's amazing technology. And you can turn, you can do like, I mean, the gaming stuff, everybody knows, what, you know, the second that all the classics came out, they were like, well, we have this thing <laughs> called a Raspberry Pi. Yep. Uh, you have to program it a lot more, but it is also way more functional. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny that people were talking about PlayStation being snubbed. PlayStation's, PlayStation's beat never They weren't done. innovative. The, it was not innovative. It's a tra they traditional made, console. It's an amazing console, but it's traditional. They made money. That, like, yeah. That's what they, they made great games, but mm -hmm. there was nothing like, I mean, even with PSVR, like PSVR was like pro probably the most innovative thing they did, and the only reason I can say it was over something like uh, an Oculus or a Vive mm -hmm. was just making it as affordable sure. as they did. And even then, it's not necessarily innovative. They just somehow made a product that was cheaper, um, which yeah. now Oculus is, ha has already done. So no, PlayStation isn't exactly the most innovative company no. no nintendo is far and above the most innovative of course, company of course of yeah playstation is just making that money uh but and as we're talking about innovation we're going into the next generation of uh click the wrong one here as we're going to the next generation of uh of console uh of consoles 
I don't think we're getting a lot of graphical updates, but neither one of the of our, you know, I guess the big two, if you want to call them that, PlayStation and Xbox, they're not uh, changing up things the way that Nintendo does. They're more advanced versions of what we're playing now, uh, which is okay. And we did get uh, news, which again, I think they'd hinted at already, but X, uh, the Xbox Series X will be backwards compatible day one. Which, uh, like, we, we assumed that was that was already possible. If you don't, at this point, if you don't, if you're not backwards compatible, your console's not going to sell. Yeah, I don't think they had ever officially said it. Um, I think they're now saying it because they've announced it. Mm -hmm. And Sony had already said it. Sony had said PS5 is backwards compatible. We ha They haven't said, I don't think either of them have said how far it's backwards compatible. Yeah. Um, we know that. I'm going to guess PS5 is only backwards compatible with PS4, but who knows? Maybe, yeah. they'll, maybe they'll surprise us. And we've already seen with Xbox One that they've, I think they can even go back to the original Xbox with some of their games. Right? Yes. Yes, yeah. you can. Yeah. So you're like, I'm playing, I, I told you about my story of playing Knights of the Old Republic. Right? Yeah. My co is on there and that's original Xbox. Uh, there's a possibility. I know cell technology makes it very hard to do when it comes to PS3. Three, yeah. um, there's a chance that it could that it could work. Uh, it has to be emulated though. If it's hardware, it's going to cost so much more money. Well, I mean, they they can do PlayStation now, and they they figured out how to emulate PS3 that mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's definitely possible. It's just a matter of like doing something like it innovative yeah like xbox did we're like hey put in your old disc and that's your cd key that's yeah that's your thing you're not going to get to play your original disc it is definitely going to be an emulated version but we figured it out sony that would be awesome if they did yeah um because they're if all they're going to do is playstation now and they're only going to be backwards compatible with ps4 it's probably good enough but when xbox is over there killing it mm -hmm. you need to step it up yeah i've got a couple of my friends who uh they wanted uh i was i was explaining them the the technology involved in a, in a very brief way but basically saying like it's so difficult for them to do ps3 to ps4 let alone Nobody ps3 to it. ps5 and to yeah, i i know about it and i don't i don't fully under comprehend all of it but i was basically saying like you know it it would it's a huge undertaking to do something like that. And they're like, yeah, but they should. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but yeah, that's money. Should. That's money, and they have to go, how much money am I going to get as a return? And then where I feel like there's a buffer of, there's a goodwill factor, factor where if you're doing that, you have people who come in and they're going to buy more of your stuff because you did that. And that's where I think about it being the difference between American and Japanese companies. Yeah. Um, Microsoft is obviously an American product, and Sony is a Japanese product. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that um, Japan's never done like goodwill in terms of consoles, but when you think about Nintendo, like there's there's no goodwill on Nintendo. There's never been goodwill. They're like you're gonna do it our way. Mm -hmm. Ever since the NES, you're like you can you can cater to us, and we will allow you to be on the Switch. They kind of wisened up a little bit in the indie scene mm -hmm. on the Switch, and the, and they've made that. But even still, like. We have the Switch. We've had the Switch for two years now. We still don't have access to the virtual consoles on Wii and Wii U that we paid mm -hmm. money. I paid 
a good amount of money for all the Zelda titles that I have sitting on my Wii U. Why don't I have access to them on the Switch? Like, there's there's zero goodwill there. We give them credit for the fact that the Switch is awesome, but uh, and then Sony is over here and like they don't care. Like, <laughs> there's zero access to your all your PS3 library, um, PS2 and PS1. That makes mm-hmm. sense, but ever since PS3 and they started PSN on that, there there's no goodwill there, and I wonder. Is Microsoft only doing that because they lost, and that's why I think they started doing it? But now that they've now that they've got that ball rolling, it's like we it's become an expectation. Sure, I I, I agree. I think that I don't think that they thought they would win. They would get money straight up out of uh, of being backwards compatible. But I think that they they assumed or and they knew that if you were helping people. Uh, you know, future-proof their their purchases in regards to if I get the new Xbox, then and I maybe I didn't get an Xbox this generation, but you look at it and go, I could have one piece of hardware and I could play four generations of games on that piece of hardware. That's an easy that's an easy sell if you know that you can go back and play games that came out 15 years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's that's an easy sell. So I think that's part of it. Uh, we also did get confirmation speaking of Xbox, by the way. Mm that the Xbox Series X is not actually called the Series X. They were calling it that because they're calling it this, the, the, the X, Xbox, going, Xbox going forwards is a Series X, but the Xbox, the new Xbox is just called Xbox. Uh, maybe I misunderstood it differently then. I thought that the new generation of Xbox is called Xbox, and then that specific tower yes. that we saw is, is called Series the Series X. X. Yeah, but which? Why are you guys doing this to us? <laughs> yeah, so there's all kinds of Abbott and Costello like style so, like back and forths that people are posting like as if someone's trying to buy it and it's like a back first. and forth. Yeah. yeah, it's that whole thing. Okay, like so, I, want the, I want the Xbox. Which one? The, the the X one, the Xbox One X or the Xbox Series X? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Xbox Series yeah. X is the name of the model coming next year. Uh huh. So. It's so it's the Xbox Series X. Like, I mean, what they're I don't even know why they bothered to say this. Like, this is what I don't understand because I know I know that that leads the door open to where with their digital like their discless skier or whatever they could probably call that one like the Series D or Series yeah. R or something. Whatever they want to call it, yeah. that's what's gonna happen. But I don't understand why you're trying to. Say, like, of course it's called the Xbox. They're well, all called Xbox. They're all called, they're Xbox. All called PlayStation, but specifically yes. on my PlayStation, the one over there is my PS4 Pro. Well, uh, well put, you're putting this together with the fact that they're saying we're done with generations. Yeah. We're whatever. just we're just Xbox. I don't I think that's that, I felt the same way as I did when I heard that te- Destiny had a 10 year plan. I'm like, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And you see what happened. Um how how many times how many Xboxes can you release under this guise? Xbox Series X, Xbox Series R, Xbox Series R M. Like you get like five or six, and it just gets confusing. You need a chart. If you're an average person, that's a conf- that's confusing. If you're hardcore like us, you're gonna have them all memorized. Like the Xbox 360 Slim versus the S versus the. I mean, there's multiple 360s. So what am I gonna call it? The XXX? XXS. The, the, XX, the XX, like, what am I doing? Uh, and what's the other one? XSR? I, yeah. Uh, you know, because we have to abbreviate everything in this of world. Of course. But, like, I, I, just, <laughs> I just thought, like, whenever I read this, 
I was like, okay. I mean, I guess it's stating the obvious. Like, I got that from the presentation. Like, I was like, this thing's called the Series X. But yes. whenever, you, whenever you're calling it the Series, though, like that's the other bad word choice. Mm -hmm. The word Series implies multiple. So that be, that implies multiple Series yeah. X. But no, it's going to be Xbox Series X, Xbox Series R. I'm gonna guess it. I'm gonna. I'm calling. I'll just call it right now. The discless version is gonna be called the R. Um. But that still implies multiple SKUs under the mm -hmm. Series X banner. Yes. <laughs> or or Series banner, if you want to call it Series. <laughs> so we so we've technically we've gone from Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Series is the I, I feel like um uh, in the office when when Dwight's having like a stroke and he's counting, that's how I feel about Xbox when he got to purple. Like that's how I feel about this. I I just I, uh, again, this and and this isn't me wanting to bash. It's just terrible. Who, yeah. I don't understand who's coming up with their names. Like, I get that you can't go back and now be like, this is the Xbox four. Be four. I get that you don't want to go and do that. Like, if you would have just left off the Series X and just started over and called it Xbox, like Apple did that. Apple did that with the iPad. They had the iPad one. They had, or they had the iPad. They had the iPad two. And then after the iPad two, they called the next one the new iPad. Yeah. And then after that, there's just generation. Sure. And so now I think it's on like generation six or seven. Yeah, I think, and that's what Xbox could have done. Or yeah. Or and I know this would be confusing, but you could call it Xbox two. Because then you have Xbox, Xbox 360, and then you're like, all right, done. Xbox One, Xbox Two, and it may be a little confusing, but at least you have some linearity there. I also want um, to know their obsession with the letter X. Like, I get that Xbox is your name, but, like, after the word Xbox, like, they have the Xbox One X. They have the Xbox give it to you, Series X. Yeah. They have the X. <laughs> They're big fans of DMX. What can I say? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the triple X. Yeah. I yeah, well, yeah. I want. I want to see. I want to see that Google search how, history after that. <laughs> how did they miss that out when the, when it came to the third one? They yeah. could have called it Xbox Triple X. Yeah, but yeah, it, makes, it right. makes me think of like the old. You know, I even had one. My yeah. old, one of my old email addresses was like X blank X. Yeah, because that's what you do. Because X is cool, man. X is yeah. so cool. Ah, <laughs> Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Uh, how much would you like? I don't know if you'd lose your mind. Um, mm. How much would you freak out if I got Bill Murray to do our show? I mean, if you managed to get the BM to do our <laughs> show, like. It's not a matter of freaking out. I would be in a, a, a measure of disbelief. I'm uh, I'm gonna ask a coworker for a favor. I have a coworker who's friends with him. Oh sure. And uh, to be like, just can you just have him record a video selfie? <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like uh, I'm, I'm I don't know if if it could happen. He's do, he I mean he does the intro to our show, so I thought to our Star Wars segment, so I thought he'd feel honored to be able to do a little cameo. <laughs> I'm sure he would for no money. Sure, sure, exactly. We're talking Star Wars, uh, talk, uh, talking all the Star Wars movies, reviewing all the Star Wars movies, and revisiting them uh, leading up to Episode Nine this weekend, baby. This week, I'm I'm excited. This is recording the Wednesday prior, so uh, officially comes out Friday ish, Thursday. And don't um, bother telling me like, oh, oh, and have you seen the reviews? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna yeah. see it anyway, and I'm probably gonna enjoy it. 
Yep. We are talking about what I would say is the most divisive Star Wars movie, period. Episode eight. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, okay, we can we can rag on the prequels, and the prequels have a lot of people who rag on them. We can rag on Solo. Most people rag on that movie. But this movie has, in my opinion, I think it's it's split people down the middle. Sure. It's split, split groups, split people. It's not that we're arguing over this over Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, but yeah, there's people who love it. There's people who hate it. Um, we recently rewatched it. How many times have you seen this movie? Three. Okay, that's exactly how many times I've seen it. Which is watching it today was the third time that I've yep. seen it. I watched this, it twice in theaters. Okay, this is this is the least I've watched it. I watched it once in theaters. I watched it once when it came out to home video because I had to have it um, because I I want I collect you know this is oh yeah Star I bought Wars. it day one and just never, yeah I, like I I opened it did the digital code added sure it to my video. sure and uh, and this is my third time watching it as well which was last night and I was. The first time that I watched it, I think I was I was in shock, like, and I'm not saying that to be dramatic. Like the first time that I watched, it, I was like, "Yeah, it was good," and part of me was like, "I don't know how to I don't know how to feel about it." Second time I watched it, I didn't like it. This time, I just feel like it's just it's it's down the middle. There's things yeah. that I really enjoyed, and there's things that I didn't enjoy at all. Um, and I had we'll, a, we'll go. I had, this. A, I had a similar thing the very first time I saw it. I did yeah. not like it at all. The second time I saw it, I was like. I like it. Okay. And then watching it today, eh, there's things about it that I, there's definitely things about it that I even would say love, but there's also things about it that I absolutely hate. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to list some of the things that I, I, we can go back and forth about things that we liked. Um, okay. We're starting with liked. We want to go start positive with, first. Start with positive. Okay. I mean, we could start with bad. Let's start with the good stuff, right? Okay. Um, and it's the only other video that I queued up because I was trying to find other videos for sources. But um, the the Yoda appearance as the Force Ghost, I I liked. I enjoyed it. Uh, they used a puppet again, um, and you know having Frank Oz there was great. Uh, I also thought that it was very it was a very mix of the tone of Yoda mixed with the the chat that Luke had with Obi Wan. Uh, in Return of the Jedi, it had kind of had that feel to it, and this, of course, is very reminiscent of Empire when he's looking up at the uh, at the X-wing. Um, I liked, I really liked this scene. Yeah, um, I have a hard time picking out specific scenes, but Yoda was cool. Yeah, um, but I what I wanted to say with that I like that does go uh -huh. that coincides with this scene is what they were doing to the Jedi lore. Mm -hmm. um, I really loved what they what ryan was going to be doing with mm -hmm. the jedi lore here and the fact like so you think that the jedi end you know it's like yeah we messed up and and we it's probably time to move on a bit because we showed during you know the old times that we actually don't understand this as much as we think yeah. that we did yeah. um and obviously yoda's been living in the netherworld now uh and so he he obviously has a greater understanding since mm -hmm. he transcended that anyway um but what they were doing there where they were, were getting rid of the religion of the jedi mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. saying like we're not above everybody but yeah they're acknowledging like force sensitive things i liked the direction that was going the great yes. jedi that never get is never going to happen but that's sure. what was, that was what was going on was the great jedi yeah. in my opinion you know maybe they weren't going to put that name on it bray is obviously not going to well, I wouldn't say obvious, but she's not going to be that. Um, 
Ben Solo is not going to be that. I liked, loved what they were doing with the lore there. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that too. Um, I also, I mean, I didn't like it the second time and I kind of didn't like it the first time, but I like how, uh, upon third viewing, I do like how Luke is struggling with uh, what amounts to like a brief moment of, uh, uh, of weakness. And then because of that moment of weakness, he set a set of these events in, uh, forward and he's like regretting that. And that to me, people were like, oh, I can't believe he went and hid. I'm like, well, that's what all the Jedi did. All of the Jedi went went and hid when it, when the times got tough. And for him, it was an internal struggle, which is harder than an external struggle. And I think some people don't, it's hard to kind of convey that. And I don't think he did a great job conveying it, but I got it more the third time of going, oh, like he's he's struggling with not only him having weakness, but his weakness causing all of this. And like, how do I undo the the stuff that I did? Yeah, and that's where I I didn't like what the and this is where like this is like a character choice and deciding whether I'm okay with him doing that to the character or not. Because I had a pro I just like I had a problem whenever we watched episode three. Mm-hmm. I had a pro like, I have a problem with all of them being pansies and going into hiding. Like yeah. I, I I get to a point why why they were doing it but at the same time like i get it from a survival standpoint if you want to admit it's survival fine but don't say like exile because i'm a failure it's just it's the same way like and yoda was kind of like does nobody learn from failure around here like maybe yoda figured it out in death like it's stupid just to run away like learn something you fail and you keep going that's a that's a great life lesson like the people who do really well failed a lot to get there you have to fail to learn you have to if you're not failing at all you're not trying and i love yoda hitting with the cane too which cracked me yeah and so Uh, i I don't i go back and forth on whether i'm okay with with that character choice for luke because like i and they even put it in the script where it's like i was luke the legend uh and so you can at least at least from the standpoint of like them writing it they wrote it well to explain why he went away but i hate that they did that to him i wish that like i wish that there had been some other reason sure sure and well he ran he ran away for that but the reason that he's staying away he's like i'm gonna wait for them to die and i'm gonna die and then we're done with the force no one's teaching any of this stuff anymore was kind of the idea but he he should like he was talking about snoke anyways and i'm like okay hold on snoke's not a sith but snoke's not a sith but like what i mean is like you have you have evil over here and you have you have good over here but there's more evil people if you want to call them evil um i'm like they could go teach people and then there'd be an imbalance where there'd just be a bunch of of, uh, of darkness, if it, as it were. Which is why Ray's as powerful as she is, is because the Force is balancing itself. Exactly. Thank you, Freddie Prince Jr. Um, I loved his rant, but yeah, it's, it's I'm gonna keep it's I'm gonna true. use it forever now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but it's true. Like, and the people who didn't like it, I'm like, oh, like that really hurt you because because you're sh- you're still a fan of something that's for children. But well, it's like they, they also show that, like, maybe not from a force, and she can even she even proves that she doesn't understand the force as well. But they show her like practicing with her bow, yes, like that she is a very talented warrior. So mm-hmm. that's why she was so good with the lightsaber. Anyway, like the whole thing about you can go back in the other things, like where Qui Gon tells Anakin, "Don't think, feel." Like uh, Obi Wan puts the blaster shield mm-hmm. over Luke's face, like feel it. And so she feels it, but then mm-hmm. then you get to where she's like, well, you know, you make stuff float, and 
and so on where like and <laughs> uh, the comedic uh, mm -hmm. definition for her of the force and she's like no you're an idiot yeah. um, that's where you could see like she's clearly not that kind of force user but yeah. like I don't understand how anybody could ever dispute that she was a good warrior. She's a good warrior. She's intuitive. And actually, I think that that was one of the only, one of the only times because people talk about her being Mary Sue, which she's pretty close to being a Mary Sue, if not a Mary Sue. Luke is whatever the male version of that is, um, straight up. And, you know, people can say he's not, but he is. Just he's great at everything. He can, he's flying X wings, and they give a reason. They're like, oh well, he flew T sixteens on on Tatooine. Um, can, but this can, can bullseye womp rats. Yeah. You know? So this movie actually did show like it's like okay, she's not great at everything because she doesn't under she's not in in regards to her her um, emotional uh, connection to the Force in regards to her depth of knowledge and even understanding of the world is very, very short-sighted. It's just good, bad, I want to survive. It's, it's, there's not a lot that's deeper than that other than like, I just want to be good. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. Well, what's the force? I just lift things. Like, to me, I was like, oh, it's not that she's stupid, but she's she kind of has a shallower- She lived on a uh, desert planet. Exactly, exactly. You're around, you-, you you become who you surround yourselves with, and if you're surrounded by a bunch of scavengers who can't think outside the box, that's where where you are. Um, and I think this is allowing her to get deeper um, in regards to understanding the force and understanding everything in life. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying to think of just like the the banter and stuff is is still pretty good. Yeah. Um, the way that even like the newer characters play off each other is pretty good mm -hmm. um i don't always like what they're saying to each other sure. but uh, you know mark hamill is master class like you can tell the guy's been doing this for a very long time um you know he's he's a voice actor for those who don't know he's done he's done tons of voice acting and stuff so like you can tell he's very good at being conversational there's mm -hmm. parts where they're playing off each other um, even whenever he's talking to like Chewie and R2 where we can't understand that that banter is still yeah. there um, I liked that yeah yeah. and I the other thing I wanted to bring up like is something that I uh, on this viewing I liked more mm. was Rose Tico at least in the beginning I liked her more than I did because pr previously watching it uh, like her the setup of her character and her first scene is good Sure. It's not amazing, but it's good. And Especially then it's, the tasing people. That was the, awesome. Well, yeah, because she goes from like, she's like, oh my God, you're a hero. And I, I and then she's like, uh, yeah, I'm just down here stopping people from boarding. Uh, wait, you're, you're a traitor. You're going to leave. Like, tase him. I'm like, that's cool. And then I think the character should have stopped at that point. Um, There's no reason for her to be brought along to anything else. Uh, I just feel like she was along for the ride because they had to give Poe some, or sorry, uh, okay. Finn someone to run with. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, just have, have Poe there. Like, just have Poe leave with him because we want more buddy uh, action between the two of them. They're great together. Yeah. Uh, and I think it would have been a better situation. I'm not going to rag on the actress. It wasn't the actress's fault. Like, I just don't like the character direction at that point. Uh, she's only there as a mouthpiece to talk about, like, oh, look at the military and look, these people fund, fund the wars and... Like, I don't need that exposition. Like, yeah. I, I want to see the gambling. You show me a gambling planet of a bunch of rich people. I'm like, okay, I get it. They're pretentious. Let's let's steal from them. And before we jump into the the, <laughs> le the things that I don't like, and Cassie sure. mentioned it too, the, the casino thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a rant on the casino thing. But 
the last thing that I absolutely did love, I love the expansion of Forest Powers. Yes. Uh, the the we we had seen long distance stuff um, uh, a little bit with Luke and Vader, um, but they were still you know relatively close. But they were still like across ships and everything. They communicated. Luke reached out to Leia a couple times. Mm-hmm. They expanded that distance mm-hmm. um, to where it can go very far. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd heard Yoda. Uh, mentioned it a couple times where Yoda had watched over Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought that up whenever we were uh, uh, revisiting Empire that I noticed that, and now I notice it more. They like the Snoke mentions that he's bridged their minds, which I still don't. Okay, How, however you did that, that's cool. But that was cool doing that with the powers, doing the holograph stuff with the powers that Luke does, like mm-hmm. the 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 expansion of the mind stuff instead of just making it all this like cool flashy things like things where they're doing um i want to say psychedelic but yeah you know it, it's approaching, approaching that kind of force that was cool yeah and i agree because when when you saw the hologram if you were if yeah. you will whatever when i saw it the first thing everyone was like oh it's a hologram it's a projection and i was like that's not how the, that's not how the force works <laughs> immediately i'm like I th- no, I thought he was like in there, like making them believe he was there. So like the audio trick that that um, uh, Obi Wan does, the little noise that he does in in, uh, in A New Hope that gets the stormtroopers to look the other way. Yeah, like it's like a next level version of that. It's like, look, you can see me. I'm right in front of you, but I'm not. Um, so it's not a hologram of light. It's in, it's it's all in your brain, which is which is crazy cool. Um, and it would be draining for you to do i don't think he should have died doing that um someone said like oh he's a coward for doing that i'm like i don't think that he expected to die and i think that was his way of like or maybe he didn't but I like he did but but if he if he was going to f- like fly die. there but if he was go- yes ascended yeah. but like if if he if he flew uh, got the in the X wing made it work flew over there and then stood in front of those in front of the ATATs he's going to die and then it wouldn't save them more than maybe a minute. And that projection that he did in that distraction saved everyone. I forget, did he say much to learn you still have? Because he should I, have. I can't remember. He should, I mean, even if, the, even if they totally pulled that line, that was the perfect moment for him to be like, still got a lot to learn, bro. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, that like, I, I didn't like a whole lot of the stuff nearing the end of that movie, but I loved that moment. I love yeah. the I love the brush off. I love like the yep. like that was a like a pure awesome like cocky Luke moment yep. that I enjoyed. And I like um, Kylo like like slamming the uh, yeah. um, the command like commander or captain whatever like that's like like I'm like he's like not now. Like, yeah, I loved that. Um, what's what's your what's your least favorite part of this movie? Let's go there. Uh, if you can. Th- at least, I mean, I I have two major things that I that because uh-huh. I don't want to I don't want to be too negative on it. Like again, we're, sure. we're talking, but it's still it's still Kat, fun. Cassie mentioned in the chat, and it's at my least favorite thing. That casino arc is stupid. Yep, it's absolutely dumb. It is a waste of thirty minutes. You you took a two hour movie and made it two hours and thirty one <laughs> minutes so that you could go to this planet for. PETA or something. I don't know. Yeah. Did PETA sponsor this? I'm not sure what happened. I didn't get it. it yeah. There's no reason to be there. Oh, I, I need some master code break. Whatever. Like, yeah. you have 
you have a perfectly capable Rose engineer. Like, why couldn't Rose be a code breaker if she was like as smart as she was when it came to engineering? What do they do? <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, I tinker with slicing in my spare time or something. Yeah, You're like, I don't care. Well, you could do it. And yeah. then um, I did think it was also a loss of a setup. Like when they're drumming up this guy and they're talking about how suave he is. Maz, Maz Kanata basically uh, alludes to her. He, like being she a sex object. Having some, yeah, having some stuff. Uh, I'm like, okay, like. He, she was talking about how smooth he is, and he's a he's a poet with a blaster, and he's a, and I was like, like the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be Lando, Lando, yeah, it's gonna be Lando, and it's not, and it could have been perfect. Like also the, I mean, the the red lapel, and I don't know if you knew this, like if you made this connection, but people talked about um, uh, Indiana Jones, where he he's wearing a white tux and a red uh, red lapel like flower. Yeah. Uh, and like people are like, oh, that'd be hilarious if you have Lando wearing like the exact same like tuxedo or something very similar. And it's in a casino. Who gambles? Lando gambles. Um, it was a, it was just a loss in that case. And then they don't even like that's what irritated me. Is like, oh, let's bring him, bring them there. And you have this area, this you know, like let's free the the horse things for a while. And then they get locked up, and they don't actually get the code breaker. They get Benicio del Toro. And yeah. while it's fun, the fact that the code breaker's there, like this, this leads into my couple of other like things that I don't like. But like, why are you trying to add realistic elements to the fantasy thing? Like, you already made them waste time. You already wasted my time and wasted their time mm -hmm. of like going to this random planet and finding this guy. They find the guy, and then he's there, and they don't get to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, that's what right. I mean. Like, it's such a waste. Like, everything could have, they could have de deleted all of that, and Rose could have been the code breaker. Um, or Maz could have been like, you got to find this guy. And then they just go into a bar on Coruscant or someplace like that, and, and he just happens to be there. And maybe he's a little cagey about working with them, but they're like, you know, I don't know. They give some story element to get him to come in. And, uh, like, she, they mentioned Maz, and he's like, yeah, she's a she's a heck of a whatever. And then you're like, ah, they both have kind of feelings for each other. Um, and this this, I, this leads to the, the uh, you know, I know that we haven't gotten to, like, what you dislike next yet. But sure. the amount of realism, just small things. Like, we've never talked about fuel in the Star Wars universe mm -hmm. ever. Like, we know it exists. We know the fuel is there. Like, we know that. But we've never talked, like... Never in the history of ever have we worried about a ship running out of fuel. That now becomes a thing. Yeah. Never in the, like, never. Yeah. And 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 that's the whole reason, like that. She's got a watch on there, keeping track of like the how much how much time they have left in terms of fuel. And I get that that's like what that's the that's the angst isn't the word I'm looking for, but that's the crux of why they have to do everything. But sure. like. You can't just all of a sudden insert realism into this fantasy stuff, like, yeah. especially whenever you have Leia pop out of a window and then come back in all frozen ice cubey and yeah. still somehow be alive. Yeah. Um, Which I'm not even going to go into. But yeah. Luke did that in the books, and Luke also projected him in the himself in the books. So like, there is precedent for some of this, but I, I agree. Um, there's only one redeeming thing in the casino scene, which is BB-8 rolling around and then that drunk alien trying to like put coins in him or putting coins in him, yeah. and they getting angry because he's not giving, he's not paying out. I was like, that was funny, and then the rest of it's the rest of it's horrible. Um, BB-8 continues to be great. Yeah, of course, BB-8's great. Um, I absolutely hated the milking. 
Uh, I I just don't understand why it's there. Uh, I feel like Mark Hamill like did every take of that in the worst way possible. So that way, all they had was really like tongue in cheek like like takes where it's like this is just stupid. Where he's like, ah, like how hammy can you make that? Like because the fishing part, they could have just done the fishing. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm working on my plants, and I'm gonna fish something. And like you can keep following me, but uh, which is very. Um, Oh, I can't remember what movie that is. It's kind of like the uh, there's a I know that Bruce that uh, was it Last Dragon kind of had a bit of it, but like the idea of a master being like I'm not going to teach you, and the, the pupil just keeps following them, and he's like, all right, you can you can keep watching me, but I don't care. Like you could have that, which is what I think they were trying to get to, but the milking didn't need to be there. Um, we have blue milk now. We have green milk. I don't need to. I don't need to see a bantha being milked. It didn't, but like it was already kind of like the second that he, like threw the lightsaber, it it already, it, it already showed or it already took his character in a weird direction. And the fact yeah. like that he's being completely avoided, and the fact that he's not even like saying anything other than "go away." Um, so at that point, he's already off-putting to me. Yeah. Uh, so the milk thing, the only. The only weird part about it was like the the animal like turning its head and looking at Ray. Yeah, yeah, and the animal just is there. They, they have like three or four of them just there. Yeah. Um, he didn't have to like they're not caged uh, or they're, they're not fenced. Um, they they just they're just there. So like he didn't use the force to get it to like to to communicate with it. No. And then like nope nope they're just le- they're just there and they're ready for being milked. I, and I'm like, I did like that. Chewie had already killed a porg, yeah. had already cooked a porg, and then there's this porg sitting there watching it. Like, that was that was I, funny. I thought it was great. I yeah. know it's again. I know that that's plenty of cheese, but the fact that he had already killed one, cooked yeah. it, and then all of a sudden can't do it now because another <laughs> one's looking at him. <laughs> I thought that that was that was funny. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, and also the uh, like he has. Like, and maybe this is just my complaint, but, like, he's holding it. And if you've ever, like, roasted, a, like, a, a chicken or anything like that, like, it's still rigid. Like, it's a piece of plastic. Yeah. So he's, like, holding it, and the legs are just like this. Yeah. Right? So, like, they're just like this. And he's, like, moving it, and the legs just stay where they are. And, like, like they should be, like, moving um, or falling yeah. off because it was, like, I don't know. Um, it's a but yeah, it's a prop. It's a prop. I, I know why the puff, why they were there, because they they were removing puffins from like other scenes. So they're like, oh, we'll just make them a thing. Um, which yeah, porgs are cute. That's fine. But like, uh, I'm glad that they didn't they didn't completely take over like people thought they were going to. So the other thing that I absolutely hate, like there's yeah. stuff that I don't like, and but just things that really take me out of the movie mm-hmm. is Poe is not an idiot. Why do they make him an idiot? Yep. Why yep. would they not I understand that she demoted him for, for not listening uh, and you know I, I can see that aspect of him not listening in the first scene with the bombers. I can see that. Yep. I can see him doing that because he's in the throes of battle like that's what you're doing. But the second part of not explaining not just taking five minutes to being like, hey, we're going to use this ship as a decoy and we're going to send the other ships, like, away yeah. while while this one's being a decoy. You can't just tell them that? Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't tell one, you can't tell the head of your fighter squadron 
that you're going to create a diversion with the big ship and send the other small ships to that planet that's oh hey did you know there's a planet right there guys oh cool wow what's that planet doing there oh there, there used to be a base there <gasps> oh yeah pikachu face yeah uh... you, just need, you just need to tell him and like especially the person who's going to go rogue you you're like uh i need to contain this right it's like, I don't know what he's doing. He's a wild card at this point. I need to contain it. You either lock him up. You don't, if you punish him, he's just going to be angry. Sure. But like, and that's, that's what happened. Like you could have just gone, Hey, uh, this is what's going on. Uh, and, and give him a role to play in it and be like, I need you to do this and this, make sure it's distracted. We're going to be all right. Uh, we're going to have, we're going to minimize losses because of that. And, sh and that didn't happen. Uh, Poe, Poe is a moron in this movie and he didn't need to be, he was yeah. cocky in the first movie, but it's like, he's cocky in the, in a, like a, he's, he's sure of himself. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's not slimy in this movie. He's just dumb and cocky for no reason. And, like, you face off against somebody we don't learn about her character. Awesome casting, by the way, uh, for the general. What yeah. The, uh, I can't think of her name. Laura Dern. Laura Dern is, the, yeah. uh, is her actual name. I can't think of the general's name. But awesome casting. Great thing. You have somebody who you even mention in the movie lore that is a great military leader. You don't mm -hmm. think she knows what she's doing? Like, yeah. and even if she won't tell you. And then after that, why wouldn't she tell you? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that just blows my mind of like, and that transferred over to the codebreaker that they got mm -hmm. and how they realized the ships were there. How did the codebreaker know the plan? Finn didn't know the plan. Rose didn't yeah. know the plan. Like apparently nobody knew the plan except for like Leia and this other general or who else knows because they were refueling those ships. Yeah, who did everybody know about the plan? Poe. Oh, uh, I don't understand. I it didn't get it. I get yeah. that you had. I get that you had that happen for some stupid reason where you're training him how to be a leader by the end of the movie, where they teach him about hope and all that crap. But I that that took me out of it because I just don't. From a military perspective, I don't see how you wouldn't make your one of your top leaders. Yeah. In the know. Yeah. No, I I agree. I agree. Um my because we keep ranting about this but i'll leave one more and then we'll kind of talk a we haven't even bit. gotten to snoke but <laughs> yeah that's what i meant that was that was my one more which was snoke you kill snoke like you straight you you kill snoke who is the big bad of the this arc yeah. because it's not kylo because you're hinting at redemption you have to have an eve like this is straight up evil like you don't tell me any backstory of who he is and I did see some someone who was talking online who was saying like, well, they showed the emperor and he was mysterious. I'm like, yeah, but we did we didn't have movies to look at before. Now I'm like, we have this gap of time, and we're like, how did where did this guy come from in that gap of time? They didn't explain it. I know there's more in some some of the books, but they even barely explained it in the books. They're like as if they were waiting to have an answer. Maybe we'll have one in episode nine, and then we just kill him. I would bet good money yeah i would bet great money that the only reason that palpatine is in episode mm -hmm. nine is because ryan johnson killed snoke oh yeah yeah i mean i know they said oh palpatine was always part of BS. i don't think so i don't think so um i think that i think that snoke can lead to like a greater a greater evil i forgot the name of them i wanted to say chitari and they're not the chitari the ones that i know it's completely wrong chitari. <laughs> <laughs> i know okay. what's the name of the 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 alien race that like um 
the Emperor, like, creating the Death Star and all of that, like, he was actually, like, part of what he was doing was to stop this alien race from, like, coming in. And they, uh, they attack... I don't remember what it was now. It's an alien race that's, like, essentially, like, um... Uh... Not like the Geth and like Mass Effect, but that kind of like idea where they're like they're way hidden, and then when they come, they're just gonna wreck everything. And Palpatine in be in doing what he did with the Empire was also protecting us from them. So when the de when the Empire falls, like they they come in more. Um, I forgot the name of the alien race now, but like I'm like you could you could allude to a greater evil, like an evil that's outside of the Yuuzhan uh, Vong. Yeah, that's what it was. See, I'm like completely wrong um i'm pretty sure that was them but like yeah. the idea was the idea was like it's a it's a greater evil that we didn't know about and like holy crap you you taking out this person actually brings up even, uh, this other danger uh and snoke could be something not that he has to be from them but the idea of it being like uh he's from a, another another galaxy or or something uh and and then you start bringing in like that, like that, um, not necessarily like race, but like their armies in, in like, maybe he's like planning to merge them all together or like he's working with some, you know, evil elsewhere and you get nothing. You have nothing. Um, that irritated me, uh, because why would everyone surround themselves and make this guy their leader when you have other people that you see were part of the empire that are not, they're not the leader. Yeah, that was irritating. Eh, you know, and I, I don't. I, I was about to say like I get that they're making Kylo feel like he's now like getting up to his destiny because he feels like he's should be leading this thing. But it, like, uh, you know, if that was where it ended, like if they didn't want to end Episode Nine on a good note, mm -hmm. I could see something like that happening where like Kylo like maybe there isn't exactly a resolution at the end of nine um, or at least not the resolution everybody wants maybe good doesn't necessarily win at the end mm -hmm. of episode nine like i could see that being a direction that you'd go but to have it happen here where kylo takes over now when he's definitely more mature than he was in episode seven sure, sure. um but they also take that away from him. They made him super. They made him a lot more mature. They made him more calm. They made him more collective. And then he sees Luke and goes back to raging child Kylo. Um, so they they destroyed all that character development that they put in the in the first two hours and twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> uh, and so I just don't. I I don't. I don't agree with the decision to kill off Snoke, or if they did, I don't agree with the decision of regressing uh, Kylo with Luke. Like, I, if, if there had been, like, not necessarily a calm, like, he could still be angry in terms of Luke and still try and, like, shoot him, but, like, if he had, like, said, like, fire everything in, like, a chill, like, badass, like, tone of, like, yeah, yeah, give it, give it to him. And then, you know, like, there's something there. Um, Maybe maybe I feel differently about Snoke's killing, but because they did that to him, like it. Yeah, I I think they were trying to be like, oh, he's like all dark and he's all rage, and I'm like, no, that didn't show. That didn't feel like rage to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it it did it, it ruined the arc for it. Essentially, this movie ruined the arc of like all of episodes. So that everything in episode seven set up. 
and that's the thing that people were irritated about when it comes to Ryan Johnson, which uh, I just I saw Knives Out a couple weeks ago. Knives Out's a great movie, and I think that if Ryan Johnson was given a Star Wars movie that was not Episode Eight, if he was given something that's a side thing, I don't think we would have been like trashing it as hardcore because this movie needed. There's so much was riding on this movie being successful and being good, uh, and it and it just was a huge letdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm not gonna call it a huge letdown because again, I like some I like some things that he went out of the box on. I like what he mm-hmm. did the Force power. I like the thing at the end, even though I hated the, where the kid came from in terms of that yeah. casino planet. And like, I I get why he was saying like Ray's parents don't matter. And they might wreck on that. We'll see in episode nine. If I they think change they that, that they probably will. But I liked the kid at the end doing the thing where, like, if we've if we're establishing that the Jedi are ending, mm-hmm. I like the fact like they're showing people already like recognizing force powers within yeah. themselves. Maybe yeah. they're not. You know, obviously they're not trained, um, but showing like the force sensitives are still there. I like the directions that they were take that that Ryan was trying to take mm-hmm. the the Jedi lore. Yeah. It's just the the execution of like he's a great filmmaker too, but like the, is, the, the 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 direction that he took uh a lot of the characters, I just don't understand why he yeah. did it. Not just that I don't like it. I just I didn't get how it played into it. It didn't feel like a middle arc movie. At the end of this movie, it did not feel like an empire. It did not even feel like an attack of the clones where yeah. like you clearly know what is going to be set up in episode 9. We have no idea what's going to happen in yeah. episode 9. You're exactly and, right. And now with a new director, we still we have doubly no idea. And so it we didn't have, feel like that. Yeah, we have one movie yeah. to to rectify this. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like we had an episode 7 yeah. and then we had someone else like do their like fan what would have been a, a 7.5 um like where it's like all right well it's going to be some of this some of that and then like i want this to the next movie to be eight and it's not and it's not because i don't uh, because i want everything to be erased from episode uh episode eight it's just there's not enough i feel like it's i think it's two and a half hours for the next next one as well i don't think that's enough time i don't think it's enough time i think it's two hours and two and a half or two it's gonna be too long it's I don't think it's going to be long enough. I think it's going to be a situation like Avengers Endgame or Infinity War where you're like, that still felt rushed. Man, if, like, if, if JJ would have made this a part two, I would have flipped my shit. Oh, eight, eight part two? Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 if like, or if they would have made nine part one and two, I would have flipped. Everybody would have flipped, but I would have been so upset. I, I would have <laughs> been happy. I would have been, like, been like, you got me. You got me. Because you're like, there's only, I, it's a nine part trilogy, but we're going to, uh, you know, nine part. Uh, I, I still hold that against Harry Potter. I hold that against, I will hold that against Harry Potter forever. For, that was the in, dumbest for, thing. For ever. introducing that bit, like, and honestly, like, in a way it still worked i like but i didn't like that they didn't introduce it earlier but the fact that then it turned the hobbit into three parts the fact that we got like twilight the last book of twilight was two parts what else yeah, like all the uh, two books, yeah right two books, yeah. <laughs> all these things that are net but uh you know they that's why he didn't do it he just said here's a two hour and 40 minute uh star wars movie and i bet that's why the reviews are the way they are is yeah. because i bet there's some fixing going on and i bet there's some uh some like hey here's what i was trying to do with force awakens stuff going on we'll see we're gonna talk about it soon we will and i can't i can't wait i have a prediction i have a feeling that the way that episode nine is going to be set up 
is that you could watch episode seven and then you could watch episode nine and you'd be like, I know there was something in between, but I get all of the story here and all the story there. The machete order. (laughs) Yeah. It's like watch. Yeah. Seven, nine and put eight with solo. I think is what's going to happen there. It's like, we know it exists, but I don't think people are going to go back and watch it very often. Um, I'll still probably end up watching it. I love star Wars, but anyways, let us know what you thought about uh, about episode eight, and uh, don't spoil episode nine. But are don't you excited about episode nine? Uh, do you think that it's going to fix the the series or put us back in the right track? What do you think? What do you think, oh. Owen? I think uh, I think it's going to do something. But I will say, uh, doing this thing where we watched all eight movies mm-hmm. this uh, last couple months, and now we're going to lead that into nine. Been great. It's been fun. It's been Heck a pleasure. Yeah. I liked and- it. It has been. We'll we'll continue doing it with uh, Rebels and Clone Wars and all kinds of stuff. And I'm sure there will be more more Star Wars to talk about. We'll see if we can uh, we can fill it out until we get to Obi Wan. We'll see. Yeah. What we, yeah. We still got Mandalorian. We, we got things. We got lots to talk about. And uh, non Star Wars stuff will be in there too. Yeah. But someday. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Okay. Bye.